And now back to your regular programming. If you speak better to yourself. <laughs> you showed up for like probably the dumbest conversation we've ever had on this show. Let's have that smile again. Tell me how that happens. Physically should not happen. <laughs> Relax. If you say Give me uh as well. Three times a day. God will light it up. It's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by the teammates every week. Welcome back to Hack City, Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island, and today we've got another college football offseason. I actually shouldn't even call it a college football mailbag anymore. Nonsense mailbag here on Hack City, as well as thoughts on the college football playoff officially being formatted. We're going to talk a little bit about Jack Collinsworth no longer being the play-by-play man for Notre Dame football. Going to get to the EA College football game coming out and our knowledge on which teams are going to be participating in it, as well as some thoughts on a controversial discussion regarding a concert that happened um, or not. There's a couple clips going around. A lot of, a lot of evidence going around. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're going to get to that later on folks. If you want to drop any questions for later on in the show, please do so. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson radio at hack city pod hit the subscribe button, hit that like button, let us know what you think, as well as dropping a review wherever you're tuning in on the podcast form. Sean, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good, and I'll just jump right into the it, it, This will tie into the read a little bit also. Don't worry about it. Uh, I was in North Carolina this past weekend uh, doing okay. some work, uh, about a four and a half, five hour drive. And you know, we could say I've had an up and down last couple of months. I think Joe has been privy to some of it. I'm driving home. You know, I'm not really listening to much music, just kind of sitting with my thoughts, not digging a ton of them, just driving home, driving, churning, churning. And I get back to my door and I got the, the heavy bag. And then I'm just like, this just stinks. This whole day stinks. I'm dehydrated, I'm a bit hungover, not doing good. And then I placed a bet on college basketball. My whole day turned around. I didn't even know if I won or lost. I just had some juice. I had some action. That's how I was feeling. And I did it at bet online with up to the minutes, odds, stats, and trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Head to bet online today to become part of the team. And remember to use our promo code believe that's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus and your first deposit bet online. The game starts here. I got to re-up my funds on Bet Online. They uh, they took the last bit of money that I had mm. during the NFL playoffs. I know I, this. I, I, I've said this a million times. I bet my ass off during the college football season. I work my way up to a nice little pool. I usually start with like twenty five dollars. I got up to two fifty. Blew it all in the NFL playoffs. I think I hit like one good bet during the NFL playoffs. That's what I, you're supposed to do. MLB betting is coming back around, so we're gonna get back into oh, into doing that. Speaking of college football betting, we bet on the college football playoff, and now we're getting, obviously, we know that it will be a 12-team playoff this upcoming year. However, we were still waiting on a decision for the confirmation on how this was going to play out in terms of the automatic buys, the automatic qualifiers. It has been confirmed now after a vote that we will have a 5-7 and seven format, meaning for the the four power four conferences, the Big Ten, the SEC, the Big Twelve, and the ACC will all have automatic buys for their conference champions, and then the G five presumably will not be ranked 
ahead of any of those teams will get an automatic qualifier for the best G5 team to play in it. The remaining seven teams will just be the at-large best seven teams to be a part of this conversation. Now, one of the biggest debates that has surfaced out of this, Sean, is where Notre Dame plays into it. They're ineligible to be an automatic qualifying team. They cannot be one of those teams that receives a buy. The highest that they can ever get is a five seed. And I I have gone as far as to say, I actually think that there's going to constantly be arguments made against Notre Dame, and it'll be impossible for them to even get that five seed because the general bias that, for whatever reason, we have against them in the voting for this. This has also then expanded the conversation. So many people wanting to talk on the bullshit. Stephen A. Smith, this saw Brandon Walker talking about it, the relevancy of Notre Dame, and if they're as relevant as everyone thinks that they are. Yet here we are talking about them. Before I give my thoughts, what are yours on this whole situation? I think... I think that this is actually the closest that any playoff committee has come to nailing a call. Uh, Genuinely, hey, you don't want to be a conference? Fine, you don't get an auto bid. And then we're going to work out a compromise. Holy shit, Joe, look at this. They can finally do it. They can actually do it when they want to and make a a call that makes sense. You're not in a conference. That's your call. Fine. You don't get get the first round by. World beater team. You're 12-0. Uh, whatever you are, the best you can do is five, and then we'll set you up with the best G5 team, which Notre Dame will lose to, to my glory and joy. But the way that we got here, the structure of it, it's the first time in a while a college athletics decision has made sense to me. For It, it just clicks where they, it feels like a handshake deal almost where both parties win. What Notre Dame's kind of set up here. Notre Dame's chilling. They're doing good. You better hope they're not a 10 seed. You better hope they do have a world beater year. But other than that, what more could you want for Notre Dame? Were we going to give them preferential treatment? No. Were we going to uh, kick them to the can? No. This is what we have. It's 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 finally the right middle road of how to deal with these assholes that want to be different. All right. All right. All right. All right. Watch that last Wait, little What does that mean? There. No, no, no. no. Well, okay, look. I've thought about this a little bit more and I'm a little bit less disenfranchised by the whole thing. At the end of the day, it sucks that they can't qualify. And I I really doubt that there's going to be much of a circumstance. There's going to be many circumstances where they'll be screwed out of having a bye. But at the end of the day, if they have, if they go undefeated and they play a difficult schedule, which down the line they're going to, they're always going to face some of the best teams in the ACC, and they're always going to face they've, – they've played SEC teams. They've played Big Ten teams. They played yeah. Ohio State back-to-back last year, and then prior to that, they played Georgia back-to-back that at that period of time. That was good they, for them. If they go undefeated and they have multiple highly ranked wins theoretically against a conference champion, it's kind of bullshit that there's literally no path – at all for them to get a buy. I would argue that if they earn it, they go undefeated, they have a fantastic resume. There should be some sort of a caveat of they must be undefeated or whatnot in order to qualify. <laughs> I don't think that that's un, un, unjust. But part of the reason why I'm less disenfranchised by this is because they don't play a conference championship game. So they get a buy in a way, they get some time off. 
I just feel that if they have a really good season and things go according to plan, it, it, it's a little BS that they're going to get pushed a rung down the ladder and have to start off at five. And I still really do believe that it's going to be really hard for them to even find footing at that five spot because there's constantly going to be You'll be lucky made. if they crack 12. They're going to crack more than 12. Shut the hell up. A lot of teams that a lot of teams with a lot of resumes, Joe, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, you know, you can't be mad at this because Notre Dame is the kid on the team that just shows up for the game, can't make it to practice, and now he's getting upset when the team is winning and then he doesn't go get to go to the pizza what? party afterwards. That's what that's what that's what's going that's on, man. Terrible analogy. No, that's it's a, a horrible analogy. analogy. You want to be a part of the crew? Come join the crew. If not, then then we're going to make some amendments for you and they did and they made a good one. They Jonah said if makes, you Yeah, all right. I, I was going to say Jonah makes a really good point here that you want Notre Dame to have over a month off before the playoffs. I I, I get the timing of it. Like, I don't like the idea of there being a ton of time off, but naturally there was already over a month before that you had to play in the four-team college football playoffs, so that doesn't matter so much. I just look at it of they can never have an e earn an easy path to the national championship. They, yeah, they can could. never – no, they can't. If they play – Join the ACC. They're not going to join the ACC. They're okay, not. Okay, then you don't get an easy path. You stink. You're an Why asshole. No, You're no, an no, asshole. No, no. I am not. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, no, you no. are. I'm the last person. I'm the only person that's going to be honest with you about it. That's the only reason. That's the only way it goes easy. You want to join the Big 12? You want to join the ACC? There's your auto bid. Win those. I would argue if they joined a conference, I'd like for them to join the Big 10 because the ACC is floundering. Separate conversation for oh, a completely different thing. I don't think you want them in the Big 10. But an independent, an independent Notre Dame team is good enough with the, with an undefeated resume. They they play enough good teams that it's not unjust for them to deserve to have a bye. I'm not trying to be the pissy, whiny Notre Dame fan, and I kind of am, and I sound like a Cowboys fan. I sound like a Yankees fan. Well, why don't we get everything? I, I, I get I sound really pissy. I know that's how a lot of us sound. Some people took it to extreme lengths on Twitter, and I'm not going to be one of those people. <laughs> it just sucks, and we don't have – we don't have a right to complain because Jack Swarbrick, who is our former AD, was one of the architects for this whole damn thing. And it's yes. just him screwing us one last time. You oh, my think, God. You he would think you. if the guy had some balls when he was putting this thing together, he would say something and say, all right, well, this 12 team is going to provide us with more opportunities. But Notre Dame deserves to, you know, be a part of this equation of the top five highest ranked um, <laughs> you're distracting me. The top five highest ranked conference winners or Notre Dame if they're undefeated. I don't think that's un like unreasonable. All right, Joe. I also think if Notre Dame had been a little bit better in the last three years, maybe we're having a different conversation. They've kind of been floating around between good and great. Uh, and they landed on good instead of great. If they're great, maybe we say, all right, if they're undefeated, and you give them a clause. But Swarbrick is a realistic dude. He's one of the few treating it with some realism, looking out for the athletes, looking out for the players. This You had to compromise before it don't, all crumbled. Don't, now, don't I'm not going to let you run Swarbrick down. I'm not going to let you. I'm not glazing sucks. Yeah, you are. You suck. 
Swarvik was a good guest that didn't have any audio or video issues. So he's oh, did you he's know? I'm he, in my heart forever. He came on the um, he came on CFE. He did. He 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 was he he was good. He was solid. Uh, a lot. He speaks like a really good AD, basically. And you're like, ah, oh, he's saying all the right things. How do you disagree? And then there's people because he's can. a goddamn politician, and that's why I don't like him. He sucks. Uh, by the way, you we got you up. the fifth seed if you have a good season. That was you automatically that was you know automatically going to be on the table. That was always oh, going oh, to be oh, on the oh, table. Oh, what do you mean? You what are you making me? that face for? Are you it would have only been on the table because people know they actually know Notre Dame. That's it. That's the only reason. It's what are you talking from, about? From what are you talking field? about? The the remaining the remaining seven teams were going to be the at large bids of the seventh uh, seven highest ranked teams in college football that, that yeah. didn't win their conference. Okay, I'm you're lucky so they Notre- get fifth and not eighth. That doesn't even make sense. You're just saying shit to get me get me mad. I'm That's, not. Yes, you are. That doesn't make sense. You think. You're basically saying that they would deliberately write in that Notre Dame can't have a a, a seed higher than eight. That would just I'm be saying, the be happy direct discrimination. I, oh, because they've done stuff uh, more sane. Come on, man. You're you're real jackass. Uh, real <laughs> jet racket tits. Uh, I appreciate that you're tuning in from a public restroom. I would appreciate you to turn the volume up as loud as possible. Uh, Joan, another comment here on the playoff. I love his profile picture, by the way. Get the fifth seed, beat the group of five at home in the first round, and then play the worst conference championship in the second round as their best. Uh, best they gave it to him on a platter. Run. They gave uh, uh, the problem is, you know, we better hope that some group of five teams don't come up and really show, you know, they don't show up like maybe like a Marshall or like an App State or shut up. Shut up. His, that has history. This is why I'm not disenfranchised because. There is truth to this. You don't have to play in a conference championship game. You have the week off. You can get everybody right, get in the training room. You get everything ready for the trip. And then you go, and more likely than not, you're going to probably be playing um, the group of five team. And then also on top of this, they can't move up or down on conference championship weekend. They are going to be, if they finish undefeated or with one loss, be locked into that five spot if they have a really good resume. And you go on, you smack the group of five team. I, I would throw this out there. I would, I'm I a little scared of having to play the group of five team. Not, I know that sounds bad. Not because I'm worried that they're going to lose. But if in the event that they lose, it is unrecoverable. It is unbelievably unrecoverable. <laughs> it's we, perfect. This it's is a perfect compromise. But this, but this is why I was so <sighs> independent. You get to have, you get to have it set up but you better not lose because we're punishing you for not being in the club, but we're, we're rewarding you for doing well enough, building a brand, having fans. It's perfect, Joe. It's perfect. And you're going to be the only ones rooting for Notre Dame in that game. Everybody else is going to be rooting for freaking app state. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's perfect. Sure. Sure. That's what you all want. Also, you guys love, being Notre Dame versus everybody. You don't want Stop. more people joining. Come on. Stop. Stop. Come That's on, not, Joe. Come no. No, you're a little bit on that. You're in, a little bit on that. No, you're incorrectly characterizing. Uh Stephen A. Smith sucks, by the way, for oh no. How negatively he spoke on on Notre Dame. I mean I, 
there are f- f- so many other college football entities that have gone on long spurts of periods of time where they were not relevant. Like we forget the fact that Clemson at one point was never considered to be a national championship level team until Dabo turned them into that. And in, in is just a quick of time has turned them into no longer being a consistent national championship level team. So there are plenty of programs in college football that have had much shorter reigns as Notre Dame. It's just so many people love to hate on them because of the fact that they were so consistently good for long periods of time. Now, look, I I've made my stance on Notre Dame clear. Uh, and I would like to acknowledge that big iron nailed it right on the head. Uh, it you will take be that comment off the goddamn screen, Super Bowl every year. The screen. but the screen. I was, and you put it back. You made me put it back on, Shh. but regardless <laughs> here's Notre Dame. The, I have a, a, a little bit latent respect. It's just kind of hiding down there in the bottom because every team that plays Notre Dame treats it like the Super Bowl. And I respect the players of Notre Dame acknowledging that. The coaches know it. The fans know that every time someone plays their team, they're giving 1,000%. That's brutal. There's no off weeks in November because if you get good tape against Notre Dame, then, then your, your, your stock is up. So everyone's fighting their asses off. It's so hard. And you guys continue to have winning records. You still stink, but you continue to win and find success as a program. So I respect that facet of it. But the other Joes of the world hurt uh, that side of it. You guys the, know that you hurt it. You hurt the product for you hurt the product for others. Before that last little throw-in comment is where I stand that Notre Dame has, despite not winning a national championship, has still been consistently one of the better football. They have still, on a they winning win. level, on a level of putting guys into the NFL, have been like one Wisconsin. of the most relevant. No, no, they are so much better than Wisconsin. Jesus Christ. Wisconsin is a ton They of have guys been one of the most the relevant college football programs in the country still. At least, let's shorten the window in the past 10 years, despite them not winning, they've still gotten to the playoff. They well, still have played in an ACC championship game somehow, which like, I didn't, they've still done that, even though people claim that oh, they wouldn't do well in a conference. Well, they were asked to play in a conference for during COVID and they succeeded during it. And on top of all that, they've produced way better NFL success than what Texas has done in, in periods of time. They have had not had many spurts in their history of losing records in the hundred so years that they have been a college football program. There have been very few instances. Alabama has had spurts where they've been terrible. LSU has been had spurts where they've been terrible. Miami's been dog shit since the early two thousands. We yes, forget. and people revel in it. People still revel in it. But this is why it's bullshit. Reveling no, it's in reveling, gets wait, wait, re, re, reveling in a team that's annoying being bad, bad is different than reveling in a team having like three losses. Okay. Like that's, what's really annoying is that everyone gets mad when, or not gets mad, but everyone loves to piss on Notre Dame when they lose, (laughs) when they get their asses kicked in the one tough game that they had that year. That's, that's my problem with it is that you have one bad game and everyone loses their mind, but Miami's getting completely 
dicked down by everybody that they play on a weekly basis because until they have, hired Mario Cristobal. People have given up on Miami. And here, let me throw this out to you. Just a question. What's worse, the Cristobal losing to Georgia Tech, not uh, opting to kneel, or uh, Marshall Notre Dame? Which one's worse? Mar- Marshall Notre Dame. Marshall Notre Dame is sorry, wait, wait, and but, it's but hard before, to get worse. It's hard to get worse than Chris Paul. You can't say he didn't get carved up for but that. He, this lo- past he lost. He lost to Middle Tennessee the year prior. So like he, the low, they, they were horrible last year. They were horrible, mm-hmm. horrible last year. They were bad. But you like their quarterback, right? For Miami, Van Dyke. All right, I'm Ron. I don't. Ron hasn't been here in a while, and he's already pissing me off. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. So there's been a lot of news pushing lately with the new, new NCAA college football video game, and we're getting more info revealed. I'm glad that they're actually being public with everything. They revealed all of the people that are going to be on the uh, in-game broadcast. They have revealed all of the 134 FBS football teams will be playable and available within uh, the game. It has been proven, I believe, that there will not be FCS representation. I know that this show originated as an FCS football podcast. You and I played FCS football. As nice as as it would have been to include FCS teams, I'm not really hurt by this because it would have required so much extra work to get those teams into the game. I would much rather they spend the time on building a quality product and the game, the gameplay I'm not super worried about because the Madden engine is actually not as bad as everyone thinks, but as long as the right features operate the way that they're supposed to, and they've taken the suggestions and the game is fun to play. That is what I am more worried about. It's also, I saw somebody say they should do individual game covers for all 134 teams. No, they shouldn't. That is a waste of time, money, and effort. Make the game good. Just please, for the love of God, Dynasty Mode, Road to Glory, Mascot Mode, and I am a pig in shit. I I mean, I might lose my job because I play this game so much. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I get that. Uh, I here's the thing. I recently uh, was gifted for my birthday. My family got me a Nintendo Switch, and that has consumed a lot of my time. So the exciting new video game factor is real. Uh, here's the, I'm not terribly broken up about the FCS not being included this year. I would have not liked them to be included when I was playing because I didn't want to see myself as a 30 overall. That would have really bummed me out. Uh, but for the FCS next year. I don't need all all the other 130 FCS teams. Wait, wait, sorry, want, wait. What are we, oh, here we go. So here, during in dynasty here comes mode, the super mean. Oh, here we in, go ahead. In dynasty mode, you always had to cut players to get down to a certain number. You would have been the first person cut on oh, every single come Rhode on, Island. Man. Why? Okay, uh, franchise okay. mode. There were people that actually mode. got cut before me on the team. Uh, so <laughs> remember that. Uh, but I would have. Why made is this it. junior a 45? Oh my god! Ten speed. <laughs> That's there. I would have had it 10 speed. God, I'm so slow. I am so slow. Uh, uh, next year, though, on the next game, give me the top 25. I don't need all of them. Give me the top 25 teams at the end of the year. You'll have plenty of times. It's 25 uh, uh, stadiums. Uh, if we can get the Kibby Dome in 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 the in the game, that's a win for me and the FCS. Yeah, wait. He's a ton of. The- 
I, I would have loved to have played in the Kibbe Dome. It, 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 I will admit that. The Kibbe Dome belongs in this game. There are unique FCS venues that I think could be fun in this game. We can't include all of them. It, it's still people working on this. And Joe and I, we're not in it, but we know how much goes into it. So it, it's it's going to be a mess to try to get them all. Give me the top 25 after every year. And then, hey, incentive boost for you to play a little better in the FCS. You get top 25, you're in the game. You get bumped out, you're not. Well, it's also been a consistent feature that you can build teams and like put them together. And that hasn't really been in Madden, but for my, from what I was kind of seeing on Twitter and I was listening to a podcast that brought it up, the, the whole intention of this is for increased user experience. And I believe that there is going to be that, that capability. I would say Montana fans aren't thrilled that their stadium, as I, I would call know, it, is know, not included. Know. I, 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 I am not I, opening that can of worms. I don't know how that comment got pinned to the screen. It wasn't me. Shut up. <laughs> that was our intern. Take ownership. Take ownership. <laughs> that was our Jack, intern, John. That's who that was. Jack Collinsworth will no longer be the play-by-play man for Notre Dame on NBC. That was announced today. Got to say, very, very positive news. Um, one of the worst Nepo babies out there in broadcasting. He's fine. He's fine as like a sideline guy. He is not a play-by-play. Anyone who's listened to those broadcasts, he is the most boring, uninteresting, unmotivated, dry play-by-plays that I have ever listened to. And I like, I get it. It's nice that he was a former Notre Dame student and that he got to do it. But oh my God, he's so goddamn dry. I, though, am going to be pissed if it's somebody in Jason Garrett. Cause I I can't I can't Garrett's I can't. worse somehow I, Garrett's worse. He's I terrible. Can't. Jason Garrett on NBC is bad, and the producers are making him too stiff. Collinsworth, remember, dude? Have you ever seen clips of a uh, uh, young Joe Buck going about? Yeah, calling it? tough. Yeah. They're tough. They're they're dry. They're boring. I think when you're young, you don't want to sound too excited. You want to sound older. No 20-year-old should be a play-by-play. No, I agree. Except uh, Noah Eagle. Noah Eagles is certified. I, I've I've turned the corner on him. I think he's he's pretty good. Uh, Collinsworth was trying to do that, uh, just be a super pro, talk about that. He was not trying to overreach. And I don't mind when a play-by-play, overreach, a play-by-play guy overreaches every now and then. But young guys, they either do it too much or not enough. He's got to find his happy medium. He couldn't find it at Notre Dame. It's a little bit rough. I'm I've stopped getting as offended with him on NBC pregame. It's still a little bit uh, feels forced, but it is what it is. How, you know what are we going to do about it? I think I think Garrett in the booth for you though would be a, a, a huge mistake. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at here. It kind of takes away from the positive news that they're going to go in a, in a better direction. And the thing that sucks is that they've had some brilliant broadcasters that have done this Notre Dame on NBC broadcast. Like Tariko at one point was doing it. They have had some like amazing, amazing broadcasters that have gone on to do some great stuff. And it just goes an NBC guy. Yeah, makes sense. Well, they, I believe the trajectory, the way that they, they brought him, they hired him with the intention that they knew Al Michaels was either going to retire or move on. And so, you know, you bring him in, you put him on, uh, you can't put him on Sunday night football. So you throw him in, you have him do the Notre Dame game. He did a lot of hockey. He was really good at hockey. But He's the best. I think Trico's the best. 
He's my favorite, personally. Yeah, it, it was it ruined the watching experience of these games having to listen to him and Garrett. I I like I don't know how there are like decent options out there of former Notre Dame players that they could pull from, but we'll see what ends up happening with that. Uh, the MLB pants situation. I'll let you lead this one in. Yeah, so the MLB decided to have Fanatics be their apparel sponsor this season. Uh, it has gone poorly so far. The optics and the jerseys have not been received well by fans. I haven't seen anybody, anybody say, I like these. Not one, hey, you guys are overreacting, or hey, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of don't mind them. I'm not seeing that. I see worst jerseys I've ever seen. How are they going to make this work? They look like little league uniforms. They look like store-bought uniforms. They don't look like professional uniforms. And it hasn't stopped. Normally, uniform and jersey rage is hack, and it goes away after about eight hours. This one has continued for about uh, two, three days ever since the release because the, yeah. the, they, uh, the MLB slow, they slow rolled the release where it was a bunch of sh- jerseys, and the jerseys look like shit. And then they're like, okay, fine. We got that out of the way. Then they started doing full body and we're in spring training now. And the pants are even worse because if you haven't worn baseball pants, there's two options. You either have a little bit thicker. You can't see see through them and they're a little more restrictive, but it's a classic look. Uh, and then you have cheapo. I can't believe it. This is what a, a 45 year old lady would wear at the beach over her bikini bottom. It's like a shawl. So it's transparent. And these players have started wearing them in spring training and you can see everything. You can see the brand of the sliding shorts underneath the pants. You can see see the jersey balls in the the pants. You see dick, you see ass, you see balls, you see grundle, you see all of it. You are getting to know these players with great intimacy. And I've, I've also seen in some spring training games, players are bringing back their old pants. I don't think it's here to stay, but the MLB continues to shoot itself in the foot. They've got a ton of targets to shoot at. They could talk about uh, blackouts. They could talk about popularity, social uh, presence. They could talk about uh, uh, fan engagement. Shoot at those targets. But the only target they like shooting at is they look down, they see their big fat fucking foot, and they unload into it every time. They can't get it right. They had great jerseys, Joe, and now they don't even look bad or they don't even look good. They're not functional. You can see everything. I am so embarrassed for the MLB players that are dealing with this. We had Adidas at least. And, you know, for the big fellas, you can see just about everything. But for the most part, people are covered. Yeah, It's, it's madness. It's it, I cannot believe the MLB has not just recalled everything yet. Have you seen them? Yeah, no, I, I've seen them plenty. I mean, and you sent me the picture of the guy's balls. Um, <laughs> um I, the, it's just crazy that there is not more of an attention to detail on something like this. Why would they I, go it's cheap? just garbage? It's just they complete another garbage. They're yeah. the MLB. Why would you ever go cheap if you're the MLB? Well, and, and the craziest part too is that the the biggest knock on the MLB is their attention to detail and the ability for connection with with players and all that stuff and i mean this is just a total total miss total miss i don't i would love to know who's responsible for for even allowing the the, only is it so fanatics for sure oh like owns the distribution for the jerseys they're producing them 
here's the thing. The only way I respect this move is if somebody pipes up and says, yeah, we wanted to show it all. What are you going to do about it? And that's <laughs> yeah. the only way Jesus I Christ. If someone says, you like what you saw? You, you liked it? You like what you saw? I'm like, I mean, I didn't hate it. I just didn't love it for them. Uh, so that that's where I'm standing at. It, it the That's the only way if they say it's intentional. If this was an accident, then the MLB should just they should just start over from the ground. Everybody out, bring in uh, the NFL rejects, and then we'll we'll let them build up. Last thing we get, uh, I want to get to before we get to any listener questions. Um, the concert thing that I referenced earlier that has been all over Twitter. There's speculation if it's real or not. Some people think that this is a staged interaction. But what do you, I, I mean, it would be brilliant marketing by this this artist if if it was, but can you provide a little bit of extra context here on what I'm talking about? So there's a performer, uh, Stanley Omadita, or Omalay, uh, as he's popularly known as his artist name. Uh, not familiar with his work, but I was able to kind of scope out through the videos, the scene, figure it out. He's a performer. Wait, was, was his performance in the U.S.? I have no clue. I, I did not dig okay. to see where okay. it was. Okay. Uh, performing on stage, uh, some singing, uh, fun, good vibes. Looks fun. He does like like some solo male performers. He decides to bring a, a a lady up from the crowd for a personal dance. We've seen we see it happen all the time. Usher's the king of this. He's kind of doing some usher uh, usher bits. The girl joins him up on stage. You know they kind of dance around a little bit. And then they throw the, it wouldn't be a tapestry, but like a, almost like a projector screen where you could see their silhouettes. They're, they're lit up behind yeah, the screen. Yeah, only the, only the silhouette. You couldn't see them. You could see the silhouette. And we'll just say this was some, um, got graphic, really very yeah, graphic, very it was, quickly. It was kind of, I'm sitting here like, oh, that's how they're getting down at these shows. Man, I'll pop out, see what's going on, try to catch some ass. Regardless, I, they're shaking ass at these shows. They have to be. Brings the perform uh, the, the performer brings the lady up, they mm-hmm. dance, they get after a little bit uh, with the silhouettes, and then I don't know how everybody had cameras and camera angles of it. Oh, there's a there's a million camera angles. There's so I've never many camera seen angles. A, a, a better publicized clip. There's 40 camera angles of the woman's boyfriend in the stance. Uh, front row he's kind of leaning on the little uh shaking his head separation kind of shaking his head smiling like i can't believe this is happening you could see him smiling through the pain like oh i can't believe she went up like what's going on back there and he you could tell he's being tortured he's trying to be a good sport a thousand phones on him his girls up uh, up on stage i mean getting after it a little bit with the dancing yeah yeah and it couldn't be any more of a, a public yeah, violation if, or, or if you, yes, draw it crosses a lot of lines. If you didn't want your girl going up there, you're having a bad time. That that's how it is. There's there's videos after the show of him walking away. She's still talking to her friends. Uh there's there's speculation that they split. So then the question and hypothetical Twitter is the best. What do you do? What do you do if you're the well, guy? Well, the, the the first question I have for you, if if you got called up there. Would you go up? Me personally? Yeah. Would you go up there? Yeah, I think I would. I'm kind. I'm going up there. All right. I'm not going to question that. I, I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to. I don't think answer. I would. I would. I don't think me currently. I wouldn't dance on Omelay, but I'll see. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll get. I'll shake a little bit. I'll see. There, what we there's got. like a really good family <laughs> shake. A little bit. 
There's a really good Family Guy clip where that happens, where he gets he gets called up. Actually, actually, I think it's Usher. I think. Uh, I bet it would be Usher. I, Usher I think, it, Usher's the king of this. There's a clip where he's at an Usher concert and he gets called up, and Usher starts grinding up on him. Uh, it made me made me immediately think of that, which is why I asked it. Yes. So the question is now is that if you're the boyfriend and you're in the situation, your girlfriend gets called up on stage for any artist. She's and the chosen one chosen. And you're sitting here and when dudes have this talk, oh, if if (laughs) Janet Jackson called me up. Yeah, I'm going because, you know, she she does that. It happens. Both sides. the I I don't know if if it was a female artist like I I seriously doubt that I'd get called up. I don't know. It's pointed at the dumpy. A goofy white. Oh, I'm <laughs> no, no, I would um, not get called on. Uh, but you better not point in my vicinity because I'm going to be over that, <laughs> over that, that separation point real quick. The debate, though, now is, what do you do in that situation if your significant other, whoever you're dating, gets called up there, gets grinded up on by an artist? I, I mean, like, th- there's no. I think even if you go on the spectrum, on the lighter side of the spectrum, even if they just get danced on by an artist, my only reaction to this is I don't care how much I spend on the tickets. I'm just, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. There is no, there is no recoverable situation in that spot. You leave. I'm turning my phone off for the night. I'm going to bed or I'm going to a bar and then I'm going to bed. I am not interacting with, with, with that individual that I brought to the, concert because there is no salvaging that absolutely no salvaging that i've seen a lot of people defend the girlfriend in this situation by saying like oh you're not secure if you if you have a problem with that bullshit that is another adult male that your girlfriend is getting physically involved with in front of thousands of people with no shame yeah it'd be really tough and i have uh, when I was in Amsterdam, I went to a show uh, that featured explicit acts. And sometimes it was just performers. And sometimes there was crowd work. And I saw really? there. Yes. I saw the right way to do crowd work where it's it's light and fun. It's like, oh, I did it. You know, it's it's, it's fun. You're not getting all involved. It but did you're, it you're, as in what? What do you mean? I, th- I think there's a lot of vagueness. To, never mind. If you don't want to go, I went to describe I, what the action was. I just don't know if I can describe it in. without sounding like a pervert. But all you right, go to Amsterdam, right. you see yeah, a sex yeah. show, uh-huh. uh, and I saw the sex show. But in between, there were like little breaks, <laughs> like fun breaks, where contestants, <laughs> where, where people would go on and they dance yeah. or they play around with like a banana or something else phallic or, or they there'd be another performer that would call them up and you'd raise your hand if you're a volunteer and it's not just pulling somebody out of the crowd so i saw it and everybody there was cool it's like all right cool that's cool this is what it is you go to a concert you're kind of just expecting hey me and my girl are gonna go here we're gonna dance we're gonna just watch the the, the artist leave talk about how fun it was not hey i'm gonna go to the concert watch my girl go up there get grinded on uh, so you have different expectations. Also, A-list star way different than like, I, I and I'm sure I'm certain Omalay is big because this this story has gone huge. But unless worldwide, nation known by everybody, it's it, that's a tough scene because it, who, who's your number? Who would you? Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa calls you up. You're not going to go up. How do you not? It's not it, that'd be the huge 
like nah. unbelievable. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't think I would. I mean, I, I if you're there with somebody, then you're in a, in a in a happy relationship. No, you don't go up there and do that. That's the whole point. There, you don't do that if you're happy in your relationship. Ah, uh, I think maybe you do that if you're unhappy or if you're incredibly happy and you think, oh, he they won't care if I go up here and. and and get after it wait wait. so th- this opens a completely different discussion though because i personally think like one of the biggest turnoffs and biggest red flags is when whoever you're dating has an unhealthy association with celebrities musical artists whatever and I agree. how they interact with them so i've told you this story before but I, I, when I first moved to LA, I started seeing somebody for a few weeks. And one, you know, one of the days we we went out down to, to Malibu just to kind of walk around because there's like a boardwalk and stuff. It's a restaurant. And we're walking on the boardwalk. We walk into one of the shops. And the girl I was seeing at the time was a big Machine Gun Kelly fan. Machine mm. Gun Kelly's in there. And she was so exacerbated by the fact that he was there that she couldn't move, could not like get words out, tries to go up to him and say, can I please get a picture with you? He ignores her. Megan Fox says, says, no, I'm sorry. He's with his daughter, like clear as day. No. And then 10 minutes later, after we walk outside of there and after she's like, wow, that was, or I was like, wow, it's kind of cool that he was in there. She's losing her mind. She then eventually runs up to him while he's trying to get into his car no, and no, no, forces no, no, no. the guy to take a picture with him. So uh... th- this is the unhealthy association, which there's plenty of people in our age demographic that have with celebrities with musical artists, whatever it is, uh-huh. that unhealthy association to me is disturbing. So if you have that unhealthy of a, of, a, of a connection with somebody that you can't, no matter what, can't turn down the opportunity and you have to go up there, I don't want to date you. That's the th- that's that's the key takeaway here. Forget the, it feels like cheating because you're you're interacting sexually with another man in front of thousands of people. The fact that you can't have the self-control to say no means that you're probably not going to have the self-control to say no down the line in a different situation when you're married for 10 years and you 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 might not get in a similar situation but they have an opportunity to cheat and they will i think that's rational i do i just know i i just don't know how much of a hypocrite i can be uh, about this because a lot of dudes are trying to be real hypocritical i would never I would never. But if Ruby Rose was on the stage and okay. she pulled you up, you're having a bit of a different story with yourself, okay. aren't you? Once in a wait, lifetime wait, opportunity. Wait, That's kind of where I'm looking at it. This is we we can't even bring up that angle because as much as we try to, in all seriousness, as much as we try to make this a conversation of equality amongst sexes, there there isn't. There are like one point oh one percent of men that would be attractive enough to get called up onto a stage during That's a female. A great performing and on top of that most of those guys aren't going to those shows so the this scenario realistically will literally never happen and won't happen to the average guy that's in a relationship comparably i would say like 10 percent of women are attractive enough to get called up to go on stage to do something like this where are you on uh putting your girlfriend on your shoulders uh for a, a performer at a concert what if he's male because I see videos of like Chris Brown shows and there's dudes that got their girlfriends on their shoulders and they're like taking their bras off and throwing them on the stage. And she, I'm like, all right, that's, you're that's on my shoulders no. doing all this. 
this? I don't know about that. Oh, I'm dropping you. If you're doing about, that. Oh, no, you, you know what? You can go sit on C Breezy's shoulders and then, do, well, maybe then she does. You know, maybe that that's the whole point is that she's at least sitting on your shoulders. There is an unbelievably horny string of comments that are. This in is our, a bad. I think that the, the cross the, the worst. between Rack and Ron, and I think they've scared off others. Oh. Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, here uh okay there we go all right let's get to these terrible questions that we have and then we're gonna wrap up um, uh okay first question from rack we can't ask second one is from big iron who would win in a fight joe during road rage or prime ali see i've been thinking about this question because i saw it my road rage is not actionable I am not the, t- I'm the type, I am a New Jersey road rager where I will ride your bumper. I will flip you off. I will honk my horn at you, the but I've never getting, you've ever met. I'm not getting out of the car. Absolutely not. I'm not dumb. I know that I'm not going to win most fights. I'm not getting out of the car. This, this literally happened. This literally happened a week ago when I was driving to Palm Springs, some dick rides up on my bumper goes zips around me cuts me off so i hawk my horn flip him off and as he's driving away he starts to slow down he rolls down his window and he starts motioning his hand towards me and i'm like no i'm not <laughs> fucking dumb just because you're a dick doesn't mean i'm gonna get involved with your craziness it's it's a it's a wednesday at four i'm not trying to throw them things to get my ass beat right i'm just letting you know what you did wasn't okay I'm not sitting here. I'm not looking to get into a fight. Well, Joe, people don't tend to like that. You're telling them that they're they're making all the mistakes and you're doing well. I, I am just the messenger here. Me oh, honking gonna... and flipping you off is me communicating, hey, man, you're bad at this. You're not good at this. That's the communication. Any Anything you want to I add? I think in? Road Rage Joe, I don't think he gets knocked out by Ali on the first punch. I think he's got enough rage to carry him into another another punch. And then maybe he could even land a body blow. Like in Joe's so small, he'd probably like punch Ali right in like in the chest and like the hardest part of his yeah, body. Yeah, I'm gonna I'd literally die. Uh Chester's yeah. question, I can't I'm not going to read. Um Rack asks, Have you ever clapped your balls when getting out of the shower? Basically thrusting your hips forward and back. To create a clapping sound. Sometimes they just clap. I can't. I. I I mean, there are. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't. I. I've never like. There was a follow-up comment by a random vandal fan that doesn't even follow me that said, posted an "oh wow" comment, and then Racco's will have you, and then PXD Vandal goes, "Of course I have, but I just don't post about it." (laughs) What about Joe? Do you? no i don't Uh, know yeah i don't purposely clack all right chester asks what is i appreciate that chester at least tries to put Mm -hmm. one good question in here what is your favorite album of all time oh shit so many Mm, food graduation's got to be up there easy breezy beautiful uh thugger girls is the best summer album i've ever heard uh, it's if it's warm weather, that's the best album you could ever listen to. God, it's a great question. Acid rap, I know, is a mixtape, but that kind of changed my life when I was young and impressionable. I mean, you got anything, Joe? You got any more? Well, you, you you probably were you 2014 yeah. Fourth Book Drive? Is that you? I mean, I'm not. 
great album. I'll re- I, I'm not a huge Cole guy, but that's a great album. Yeah, I mean, I'm not enough of a music junkie to like be able to name albums off the top of my head. I'm just gonna be completely honest. It's just not my. I'm not ready my to. Cup I, of I think tea. I'm starting to warm up to like classic rock a little more. I'm, I'll dive into that. I'll, I'm sure there's a ton of kick-ass albums there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's some really good Thug albums. Um, really good MF Doom album. That's just what I'm hot at right. Hot. Okay. I'm on right now. Alex Kinkle asks tag team tournament between you guys and every other FCS podcast group who wins. Okay. So if we're just talking the national shows, which there's not many, I mean, we obviously win that, but I immediately think of, we would not win against Brendan and Chad and, and, and they've um, worked for a living. Well, there's, there's three of them and they're all in, they're all, huge brendan so, is a problem brendan would be a problem every yeah. time i brendan shake would kick hand, your like, your ass he would kick your ass okay, so i don't first I, of all let's not go throwing around brendan would just kick my ass that would just, <laughs> right, let's not go doing that because uh, i don't think he would kick my ass i think it would be a good fight I think I'd kick your ass. You? you you think you're getting a, a, a chat no, the hell out no, of you? No, I mean that's my point is that you and Brendan will be you going toe to toe and I'm in two and on one. Talk to me. If you get by Herder, then you can talk I don't know to how me. big Herder is. I don't know how big Sam Herder is, so I don't know what uh congrats. He's a Midwestern guy. I think I think he has. Yeah, he got yeah. engaged. Uh he's a Midwestern guy, so like there's a chance that like he's either five eleven or he's six foot eight. There is no there's no in between, there's no I way think- of telling. Uh, the blue bloods, I think we clean them up. I think we, cl- I, yeah, I think we crush them, beat the hell out of Jamie Williams. This is all, oh, given, oh, this what is you all given the opportunity. I'm not looking to beat up anybody. I'm not looking to Sounds like it. Roger McCreary, I'd throw him over the bar. Uh, no one, no one is pointing a gun to your head and you're just calling shots over here. What do you, you like? trying to be mean to be mean uh next question by chester as real shitters what's the best and worst establishment to go to work in i'd have to go worst walmart walmart bathrooms are never clean and Busey's being the best i mean we've already bucky's 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 Bucky's. sorry bucky's don't 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 do this hey i'm I'm Gary Bucky. Check me out in my new movie. I got big teeth. I'm G- I'm Gary Bucky. I don't I don't know enough Gary Busey stick. Fuck. God damn it. You guys got to get me some Gary Busey jokes, man, because this I will run with. What? Busey Bucky's. Yeah, I try to flip them, interchange it. That's what the talented ones can do. I got no file on Gary Busey. Um the grocery store shit has to be one of the most <laughs> humbling experiences that you're ever going to have. Uh, because those bathrooms are never kept up. Uh, if you're stopping in any gas station while you're driving, I man, I'm praying for you. Home Depot is not bad. Home Depot, a lot no. of a lot of space. People are trying to walk around, and br- I think that's a home. I, I've done okay. At Wait, home are Depot we are we before. talking about the actual Home Depot toilets? Or are we talking about using a toilet in the toilet display section? Is that? What's the... <laughs> no, none of the actual <laughs> restrooms at Home Depot. I'm not saying you park yourself right in the middle of, of I mean, aisle to, to, If you really want to test those things out, you got to. All right. The best, the best bathroom is it's an it's an 18. It's right past hardware. All right. You just go right there. It's in plumbing. The big toilets. <laughs> I'm trying to think what would be like the what's the best public encounter. I mean, I tell you what, the radio row ones are usually pretty good. 
Um, I'll never go in a sh- coffee shop. I'll tell you, I- I'll give them credit about this. Uh, Sirius XM had some stellar bathrooms. Stellar. Uh, that's a work one. That one doesn't count. Work, the work one doesn't, the work thing doesn't count. I, I tell you what, and we've talked about this on the show. Any arena when nobody else is in it means that they've been thoroughly cleaned and those things have horsepower on them. So like those things are usually big. Yeah. They're high quality. They're comfortable. If no, if, if you're in getting into one of those arenas at like 10 AM, they've been cleaned easily the best bottom floor of a hotel walking in. That one's not bad. Eh, That one's always a little risky. It's risky, but they, they keep up with it. God, that's you a ever good done question. the steakhouse before? I've I've done the steakhouse too one much before. Shame. Too much mm, shame. No, man, that's a real. That is a talk about a real shitter, man. The steakhouse. You're shit. letting people know you just got down with a ribeye, and now you're going getting down. Oh my god, I will. Gl- I would gladly. I mean, there's been a couple times that's where like stuff. I've been at like a nice restaurant or a steakhouse, and I've gone into the bathroom just to like wash my hands or something, and someone's just going to town in there, and I've respected the hell out of them. I've respected the hell out of those people. That, that, have, that that's a real man right there. That's a real shitter. Here's the thing: I never like being look, you know, outside the stall. If I, I, my, my business is inside the stall. If you're, if I'm look, I'm outside looking in. I'm not a happy camper. Unlike you, who seems to to revel in the glory of others, destroying the establishment. That's the wait, wait. That's the point, though. You're not a real shitter if you don't. No, no, no I am a real shitter because of the damage I do on the inside. I, I've earned that, but I don't think I have the passion. I'm kind of like Anthony Rendon. I could hit 300 if I really wanted to, but I don't really love the game that much. Yeah, you got to want it more, man. Uh, but I tell you what, I can get you doubles every day. I can get you a double every day. Joe. Uh, I, well, I'm cutting you from my roster, man. I need home runs. I want touchdowns. I want I want paint. I'm not, not going to finish this. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I will say the one I took at the go- golf course one's usually a good one because the crowd's not ready right for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did have my buddy. My my buddy did uh, dispose of his cigarettes in in one of the um in one of our one of the cups that we were we were you know playing how, on. You know how freaking bothered I'd be if I just hit a birdie putt. And I or I, I chip in from way out, and I go in, and my ball is submerged <laughs> in some hot tank sitting in the cup. You know how pissed I'd be. I'd, I'd fight everybody. I'd destroy that green. And it was I, like I, a hey, it was like a hundred dollar round too. It's not like we were playing some cheap muni. Like it was like a good hole five good course, unplayable for everybody. After I'm done with it, if I find a turd in the cup. Wait, by, by the way, I, I was getting admonished a little bit by my friends. Uh, for, well, I was getting made fun of, and then one of my buddies wanted to steal one, and he smoked one with me. Thoughts on um, wood tips on the golf course? Yes or no? Like black and milds? Yeah, like a black and mild wood tip. Classy. Okay. All right. I'm glad they're on the same page. Immediately. I can play around a golf course then. To the black and mild. To the That's wood good tip. to know. I go, I'd go cigar, and then I'd go wood tip, and then I'd go cigarette. I don't like cigarettes. I just hate the taste. So I respect golf course cigs. I don't imbibe though. Yeah, they go too quick. That's that's my only. I just like. I think it's a, a badass. It's it's a great look for a dude if you can be puffing a cigar, set it down on oh, the yeah. driving green, smoke yeah. a drive, and pick it back up. 
Like that, I, I, that's something that you just you can't. That's just badass. I, I will say one of the things that is over always overlooked when you're smoking something, cigar, wood tip, cigarillo, whatever it is, you can't keep it in your mouth when you're going to to tee off or hit the ball uh, or whatever because. There have me so many times this past weekend. I'd inhale like like just to breathe. <laughs> so I'm just going like whoosh, just blasting my lungs with air. <laughs> right through, yeah, 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 basically. I God, I, I, I had to step off. It a actually times helps me my like, head down. I think I think I make better contact with the ball because I'm not trying to get the ash everywhere. So I'm just kind of like, all right, head down, right through. God, it's working. Like I'm striking them today. Then I start getting buzzed, and the game goes to hell. If you do a lit one. Lit cig in the ear is a real big ball. You, you you stick lit lit cigarettes in your ear? No, I would not. I would not over would not the ear, that. not in your ear. Over not in the <laughs> you stick just <laughs> vertically one sticking out. God, that's just not a bad idea. It's, that's it's just not a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> All right, that's a good note to wrap this yeah. up on, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will not have a stream next Thursday because I'm going to be in Indianapolis. Mm. Uh, the following week, are you in Japan? Yes. Okay, and then when do you get back? The 20th. All right, so our next I, live stream is going to be on the on I that plan week. on doing shows from Japan. Uh, well, we won't do live shows because okay. I don't know what the internet's going to be like. Well, we'll test it out. We'll see. It's not going to be good. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. You're on the opposite side of the country. You think that there's going to be good latency with that? the best internet on earth. You're staying in hotels. Best internet on earth. Who the fuck keeps track of that? Who knows? Who knows? I know. Hit the subscribe button. Hit give Leave us a five-star review. I'm done. I'm done. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.